Good comrade no mind when Mr. Bonnet cursed him for breathing. He didn't put it past his crew to turn on him if doing so gained them something they wanted bad enough. They were pirates, and just like any pirate, they were loyal to the coin in their pockets and the food on the table. He looked up instead at the man who'd sailed by him a few moments ago. I think me tooth came loose that time. This man was different, though. Alex had known his quartermaster, Samuel Pierce, for more than eight years now. Sam was a loyal friend, there with Alex when he learned of his father's arrest, at his side during his father's hanging, with him when Alex's heart was broken the first and only time by a woman. They'd plundered many ships together and fought many battles, watching the others back. Alex trusted him with his very life and loved him like a brother. The gold one? he asked eyebrow raised. Three of his men who had been deep in conversation stopped talking and turned to eye Sam. Not the gold one, the quartermaster growled at them. But if any of you be wanting to try to pry it loose from me jaw, just stick your fingers in there if you have the balls. Alex laughed and swigged his rum. Robbie Owens there doesn't have them. It was true. Poor Robbie had lost his balls two summers ago, when the mother of two of his children caught him in her sister's bed. Fortunate for Robbie, the ship's carpenter, Harry Haynes, knew how to stop bleeding and sew a man up good as new. Well, perhaps not like new. Captain Kidd? A stranger appeared at the table, drawing all the men's attention to him. Another man would have taken a step back, or at least reconsidered his decision to make himself known to them, as pistols came into view, along with blood-stained daggers but not this man. He remained unflinchingly cool in his drab but costly attire, clean hands folded in front of him. Who's asking? Samuel said, reaching for the cutlass tucked into his boot. My name is Hendrik Anderson. I was a friend of the captain's father, William Kidd. Me father had no friends, Alex corrected, reclining in his chair and slamming his booted foot on the table. None who were worth more than Bill Dratchett. I've been looking for you for several years now, the stranger continued as if Alex hadn't spoken. It didn't bode well for Alex that he'd been searched for and found. What do you want? Alex asked him. Make your plea convincing, or I'll kill you where you stand. I should do it now for claiming to be a friend to me father. None of his crew stood by him when he was arrested. None watched him die. All had abandoned him. But not you. Alex slowly removed his leg from the table and sat up in his chair. His movements caused Sam and several others to draw their daggers, others their pistols, and they begged Alex to let them fire. I, him too. He'd abandoned his father along with the rest of them. Oh, he'd been there in the crowd that day in London to watch his father swing. But Alex had abandoned him long before that and what made it worse was that he'd done it for a woman. No one but Sam had known that Alex was present at his father's execution. His father hadn't even known. William Kidd began his career as a privateer, authorized by the government to attack foreign or enemy vessels at sea. He never admitted to being a pirate, but Alex knew the truth and had followed in his footsteps, another fact his father had kept secret to his grave loyal to his outlaw son upon death. What is it you be wanting to tell me? Alex demanded quietly. Anderson didn't bat an eyelash. 
I would speak to you alone. Nay, Alex said, not risking a stab in the gut the instant they were alone. Anyone could have sent Anderson to hunt Alex down, the Royal Navy, any number of governors from New York, even the throne. They believed Alex knew where to find the treasure that cost his father his life. Sadly, they were mistaken. Say what you would now and say it quickly. You're trying me patience. The man cleared his throat and glanced at the others. Very well, then. May I sit? When Alex nodded, he pulled out the chair nearest Alex's coat and hat and sat down on it. Alex watched him catch his hat before it hit the floor and then place it, with the due respect a captain's expensive leather hat deserved, back on the chair. I was your father's bosun. I was with him when he captured the Kedach merchant. Everyone at the table grew silent. They all knew about the...